Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. We've got an episode of The Unfiltered where we get to be a little more raw and a little more undone, uh, less buttoned up, less tightened up on the air. Uh, So how are you guys? I've got Chloe Slater. This is The Unfiltered. How about that for an intro? Wow, that was good. That's good. good. Did you you just get used (laughs) to it every time? This. (laughs) We have an actual intro. But so what it's... There's the intro, and then there's the, the second and intro. And then there's the second intro, <laughs> which is like, hey, guys, it's us. <laughs> okay, All right, okay so, so here we are. This is the second unfiltered podcast that we bring you. Of course, we've brought you a lot of unfiltered in the past, but these new ones are Chloe, myself, Slater, and uh, just kind of letting loose here in the studio. Chloe, how have you been? I know that today was a big day on the air that we talked about uh, you still making those moves as you've moved back into town, into Maitland. There's still a couple things that you're trying to to tighten up. Well, we're inching closer and closer to me officially being in like the state of Florida for 10 days. And I've been trying the last week to make this appointment at the DMV. I finally sat down and did it. So I got to get a new license plate. I need to get a new driver's license. Um, my appointment's booked for 1.30 on Thursday, but I go- I even had to Google because I'm like, gosh, how long can I go with this other license plate until I get pulled over or can get a ticket or get yeah. in trouble? And in the state of Florida, from what I read, it's 10 days. Do you get pulled over a lot? Is that why you're concerned about it? No, I'm concerned because I've never gotten a ticket. Uh, I have been uh, pulled over. I was rolling through a stop sign one time, but like never been pulled over for speeding. So I, I am definitely the person that's in the right side of the lane, like going the speed I limit. Would, so I was very, I'm, I'm a real follower. I would, I would picture you to be the type of person that the minute the cop starts walking up to the vehicle, you start crying. I did. I cried. It was one time that I was stopped. Uh, I was at school at UCF and it was a four way and I didn't come to a complete stop and I rolled through it and uh, I was Man, pulled over. Did, I was in tears. So did you I'm, get, did you, did do you think the tears helped you like get out of a ticket, or did he still write you a ticket? No, I, I've never gotten a ticket. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. That's it is sexist. It oh, makes me God. so mad. Oh. <laughs> For sure, I have. What do you do? You you've got pulled over. You talked about Obi like being in the parking lot and you had your lights on, like underneath, and didn't realize that you couldn't in the past. You've brought that on the air before. And do have you ever tried to cry to get out of a ticket? Never. <laughs> You've never, never tried? Would you just embrace no, it? No, no, and to be honest, I'm the type that the minute the cop, as soon as I see that the cop's not not going to give me, like, let me off, then immediately I turn grumpy. So, like, the cop will start oh, writing the ticket, and do. he's like, hey, sorry, I got to do it. I'm like, just give me the ticket. But he's doing just his job. Me. I know he's doing his job. Mm, so I don't just, know. So I don't, need to, I don't need to hear the pleasantries. I don't right. need to hear the talk. I don't need to hear the, the, the teaching lesson from the officer. Just give me the damn ticket. If you're already filling it out, just give it to me. Do you remember the worst ticket, like the most expensive that you got? Uh, yeah, probably a speeding ticket that was in, like, the 300s. Okay. Like, like, you know. I, got, I got you beat. Okay? This isn't a competition, okay. but Obi at zero. Obi's is, what, 300? Yeah, 300 three, 350. Zero. You're zero dollars. 780. 
because what? I was in Georgia, of all places, uh. in I knew what the law was, but I was driving, and you know the pullover, like where you have to get out of the lane yes. next to where somebody's pulled over with a cop? Sure. So the cop had somebody pulled over. There was a semi-truck in front of me to the left-hand side, so I couldn't pull over, or I would have pulled underneath the semi. Doesn't matter. $780 for a ticket, because I didn't pull... I, I tried my darndest. I said, there was a semi right there, and he's like... Doesn't matter. Doesn't how, matter. You can fight it in court. Get you? Was he from behind, or was he the one that he was had pulled, pulled over? over on the side? And okay. then, but he was just done with that ticket, so mm-hmm. he saw that I didn't. He's like, whatever. And I will say, listen, I love police, every single state, but I do think there's a chance that if you're not from that state, I had Florida plates in Georgia. Yeah, they looked at it and go. This guy's not coming back to Georgia to like fight this one ever. I just I had no idea it was seven eighty until I said, How much is the ticket? And he said, You'll get something in the mail. And he walked away. I never imagined seven hundred and eighty dollars. It wasn't for speeding. It wasn't for anything else. So a little bit of that was like Man, well, so, Georgia's hardcore. Georgia's hardcore. Every single time I hunt in Georgia, everybody mm-hmm. always warns me. Watch be careful. Out. Don't drive like you do in Florida right. in Georgia. Yeah. yeah. Well, the pace of life is also, I think, depending on what part of Georgia that you're visiting or in is is a lot different. Um, and that's a perfect example because I had, I do still have a Georgia plate. And when I got my car towed, I'm convinced that was the first night of me living in my apartment complex. It was because part of the reason I had an out of state license Mm. tag. And so I was a complete target. I even tried crying. I said, but officer, officer, please. And they looked at me and they're like, yeah, they're like this little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) My fiance was next to me. And she's like, like, sir, he's a really good man. She she like turned into like old fashioned Tiny Tim style, you know, he's a good man, sir. Please give him some mercy. Nothing. I I guess I will say one other thing and we could be off the, uh, the DMV car conversation <laughs> but I kind of fibbed a little bit so I've only been pulled over that one time and yeah. I didn't get a ticket but I did get a ticket in the mail I had no idea I was in a school zone and they sent it to me they caught it on like one of those cameras oh yeah through the red life cameras yeah. and I got it was like a I don't know, two hundred dollar ticket in the mail. Wow. Okay, but so I don't you, know if that really I, I've never been do, you know do like, you get points for that over for it. If no, you go like no. if you go through a red light or school zone, you don't get points. I don't think so. I I paid the ticket and I remember calling them asking, and I don't think the 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 woman said yes. Have you ever done one remember. of those ticket? Was it ticket clinic? Ticket clinic, yeah, yeah. How do how you do those work? Them so many times, but they're but they're inexpensive. Do and, they work? Yeah. So so it makes it where there's not points on there. Uh, you-, you know that's the that's the goal, and they can't fight everything, but but. Yes, the goal is is that they fight it without you having to get the points and okay. Yep. Mm. And I think it's only like 99 bucks. No, to, see, to I should have done it for the <laughs> 7 <laughs> 780. Yeah, okay, Chloe, I asked you this on the air and I want to ask you in the podcast, but you said that you're going to get a, a personalized tag. I am. So, before I left the state of Florida, I had a UCF license plate. I graduated proud alum back in 2019. Love it. So, I am going to get another one. I'm very excited about it. You I can't wait to get my UCF uh, tag back. Have you said? Uh, oh, so it's it's a personal li- license plate, not yes. actual like not the letters. Okay. No, I'm right. not getting like the UCF, like the letters with like a Chloe. No, yeah. I'm just gonna get the UCF license plate. 
Gotcha. I've never had a vanity plate. Did you ever do one of those? Yeah, I've got one right now. It's the deer. Oh, okay, the, so the, the special plate. plate. But you ever get one that says like, uh, like my name? Yeah, right. your name yeah, or something really to, cool. I used to have one that was OB two, O B I E, and then the number two, uh, and that's because my dad's OB one. I see. Mm. And so I used to have that tag, and since I started doing radio, I stopped with that tag because I didn't want people on the roads to know this. Oh, oh, so this is the douche who's cutting me off. Right. OB two. <laughs> right, and I worry about that. I guess for me as a female. You know, having my name Chloe or even my last name Nelson on the tag, the concern of like, could someone recognize me or know me? Mm. So, no, I'm just doing the UCF plate. I see now the cool thing is, which is cheaper than, because I think you have to pay every month a little bit more, right? Mm -hmm. So, the cool thing, or at least like the thing that I'm seeing a lot on the back is the Instagram handle of whoever... The, like owns the car really so if it's tricked out even just a little bit like there's a spoiler it'll be like the instagram handle so it'll person. be the logo like the picture camera thing yeah. and then it says like what it is and i'm like i wouldn't want to do that because i don't want people yeah if i'm driving reckless right. or anything else yeah. or if somebody doesn't like me and mm-hmm. is like oh that's his car and just yeah. like keys it i guess i gotta be nicer to people well like, yeah, but, but, but that's, <laughs> but that's like that me. might be a thing so so listen I, I i love being a great human but on the roads like it's like a video game to me i don't know i feel like i'm in top gun <laughs> i and was so, figuring that so, that because i always go what's going on in that person's mind and i thought last week for the very first time i go that I wonder if they think they're playing a video game. What? Like it's to me, Frogger. I'm just trying to get a, get a listen. Everybody's kind of in my way and and I don't I don't know the people. I don't know you. So so you who's listening right now. I don't know that it's you. I don't know your life. I don't know, you know, yeah. if I knew those things then I wouldn't be that way. But I see your car and your car just happens to be going slow and I want to go fast. So OB. it's not a matter of me being a bad human. It's a matter of me being a human who wants to get from point A to point would B. Would you would you time. be that motorcycle guy? The guy that weaves in and out out of lanes? And thinks that that dotted line in the middle is be actually honest. his lane? No, no, see, I wouldn't be that guy because those are the guys that when they get into an accident and somebody's like, yeah, well, he was weaving in and out and like serves him right. No, but Obi is the guy that'll show up to work at, mm, I don't know, four something in the morning, right at five o'clock, and he has got the music blasting. You could probably hear it way up the road, windows down, like rolling on into work in the morning. That's right. That's the way I roll through downtown Winter Garden, too. With the music? Yep, music going. and That's funny. I mean, it just is what it is. Those are just my my, my preferences. That's why I don't listen to music in the car, because that's what I would do. And it makes me feel old, because I, I used to have subs in the back. Pine, what was it? Uh, Pioneer Alpine, subs. Oh, okay. I had 12s. And Kenwood Amp. And also a, uh, what was it called? Uh, uh, Big Willie style was all into it. The Alpine Stereo. The uh, yeah, Remember yeah, that? That's expensive. Yeah. Oh. Well, you guys would be bored with me driving then because I really, you know, what is it? 10 and 2 in the right lane, going the speed limit. I Music isn't turned up too loud. Your so hands at 10 and 2. Me. Are your hands still supposed to be there? I thought it was like 9 and 3 now. No, so that way you don't hit yourself in the my, head. Mine's one hand down on the six. Oh, down on the six. Down on the you six. Drive down there. Yep, yep. Okay. With the, drive with the wrist. <laughs> <laughs> That's why God gave us knees. <laughs> drive like that. You're no. good. Oh my God. All right. Okay. So let's uh, let's pivot. Uh, let's pivot to kids because I know that Slater, you've got something going on with Olivia and Oliver too. Uh, so he hasn't been sleeping well, and he too is going to therapies. So let's talk about Olivia really quick. Okay. Uh, so she's four and a half. I will say, 
this is a public service to anyone who thinks it's ever okay to say, hey, how is everything? You look tired. Don't say that to anybody else. You can think it, but unless you want to open that up, because people mm-hmm. say it a lot, like, oh, how's the weekend? You look really tired. It's like a lot of times I get people to say that, and I'm like, well, first of all, like, thanks for the insult. And second, it's like being a parent of a child, yes, who doesn't sleep great. Olivia never did. She was, uh, she was born premature and straight through, like, I lived with Obi in his like I don't know like like in law like second house she, since she was two she has not slept well so even back then I thought to myself as she was like crying and everything else I'm like yeah, I wonder if Obi can hear and the the wall <laughs> right next door because it it just hasn't been hasn't been great and consistent and I feel like we took we took her to a uh, sleep doctor who was like don't do a sleep study those aren't always accurate and they have you done a sleep study for uh, Oliver Mm-mm. yet you don't know that like a lot of times it is just never ending people think with the kids they got maybe like a soccer practice baseball dance but nowadays this is different than like when we were kids maybe you Chloe just because of like our age gap but like parents never even thought about it. they're like oh they speak with a lisp they'll figure it out they'll get through it you know nowadays if there's something going on you're like well I pay all this money for insurance I might as well right. get my money's worth out of it well and there's so many great resources yeah. out there too. Well, and because of social media, this is a plus. People will share some of that stuff because I feel like the last, especially since the last Olympics when Simone Biles talked about mental health, Mm -hmm. there's a big thing where people are sharing what's real and going on with them, or at least friends of mine. So if their kid's going through something, it's like, I don't have any excuses anymore. Uh, So it's right now, uh, this week, I should find out what a neuropsych evaluation is because she's got some uh, delayed areas and it breaks my heart. Like her papers that she gets in school are like one and twos out of like 20. And I know she's trying really hard, but she can't like focus. So it is like super stressful. And uh, I'm glad that social media is around to make you know, like, hey, everybody's actually going through something, you know, and there's uh, more of it. But if I can just say thank you to all the the therapists that are out there, the specialists, because there aren't enough of them. Like if your kid is like, oh, I want to be a doctor when I grow up. Honestly, I think therapy is like the most important thing because they zone in on uh, those special things that need to be done. So that's that's the latest on like Olivia and stuff, but uh, so, still yeah, yeah. not sleeping great, like you were saying with Oliver. So that psych evaluation, that, what is it called yeah. again? Yeah, it's a neuropsych eval. So it's ne- it, it. What does it entail? It uh, it goes through like I had to fill out a three hundred question thing. Like, oh, uh, does she uh, like how does she handle? If you come into a room and say her name, or does she know how to do this or that? It's basically seeing and narrowing down what delayments there are and how they can be like better fixed. So, I mean, I'll have more of an answer next week. And this is really like un- uncut raw, and you know, usually life's all like f- funny. You know, right. like I look at the funny side of things, but I think without having this. I I wouldn't be able to be funny, you know, like without having a little bit of uh, 
what everybody else is going through, you know, super stressful. Absolutely. And I appreciate you, you know, being open and honest about it, because like you said, Slater, you're somebody that's funny like that. And and this is real. And this is what what kids go through and what they face and what so many parents are going through every day. But in the long run, I know right now it's it's hard. It can come with its challenges. But Olivia doing all this testing is going to set her up for success in the Mm -hmm. future. And you're a rock star of a dad for for doing this. Yeah, I think I'm just a dad. Like, dads still, and it drives me nuts. There was a, uh, you know, the the musical artist Pink? She put out a documentary like a year and a half ago. And she was like, you know, I don't care what superstar dad's out there. You're never going to be as important as a mom and everything. And, like, I'm I'm paraphrasing. But I got, like, super heated, and I'm like, screw that. Like, in this day and age... There, there are more dads than ever that know that they have to step up. There, mm-hmm. are, there are still those that don't want to step up to the plate. But, like, the ones that know, like, hey, I, yeah, sometimes, figuratively speaking, I have to wear an apron. I need to grab, like, a, mo- a mop and do the stereotypical 1950s mom role, you know, of what it is, make dinner. But to anybody that thinks that, Oh, yeah, it's okay. I could like still do that. Like that's not the world that we live in today. You know? Like you know, Obi. Like with your your four, you have to do stuff that maybe your parents' generation or your par- parents' generation would never understand. Yeah. 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 And uh and you know, just different it's a different time. It's a different day and age. It's a different everything's different. So I think I I think you know, uh uh for any uh, spectrum of generations, right? You you had the people in the 40s that were like, oh, well, this generation that's growing up is mm-hmm. losing it. You know, then you have the the parents in the 60s and they're mm-hmm. like, well, that generation didn't know what they were doing. You've got the generation today that's like, well, those people, they were just old and outdated. So uh, so definitely, I, I think every generation comes with its own uh, tests and new things, you know, like mental health. Like, you know, you mentioned Simone Biles. Like, I remember when we were in here and we were watching that specific Olympic year, where Simone uh, kind of brought the mental health thing to to everyone's attention. I remember being on on two different sides, right? I was on one side that I was like, okay, so mental health, yes, it does need to be talked about. But then there was another side of me that's like, okay, so here is this person who all of our kids and all the younger generation are watching, and she's claiming mental health. How many people are going to hold on to mental health as their excuse as to why they can't be a good human? You know, but I, I can't be always a good human those because- people. There's always those people. Those people that. Uh, you never know what somebody's threshold is, right? So there's people that call out sick all the time. And whenever they do, I'm like, one of two things. Either their immune system isn't, or their threshold is is not the same place mine is. So it goes the same way the mental health. Like, I think Simone in particular, when she did that, she proved the Olympics prior, and if if you're in the dark and you don't remember that, or a couple of years ago, the Olympics, she bowed out of it. She said, you know, like she did it, did a couple of the this. the runs, and she was like, you know, I'm not up to par, and it's because of my mental health. People thought, oh, maybe she's injured somewhere else, maybe her her arm, her leg, and it's like, no, it's her head that she said it wasn't. Yeah. So like, we'll never know how many people. I think the people that, um like using excuses and there are some of those people yeah we'll use that as well, an excuse it, well well and here's what's tough too is that if you're a boss or if you're a, a person in a role of leadership 
now you've got people, you know, mental health, mental health. And I, I can't go back. So as a leader, I can't go back to somebody who's claiming mental health problems. I can't go back and be like, well, just work your way through it. Work out of it. Now we have to, as leaders and bosses and people who are in charge, now you have to kind of be like, well, okay. Okay. Let me, Yo, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Let me either find somebody else or, or give you the time that you need. And well, so, so it's interesting because I mean, even our parents' parents would have been like, you know, you know, you get cut, you wipe the blood off and get back to work. For sure. You know, and uh, and that's not today's kids. And coming back to just the whole parenting thing, I'm, you know, I'm only 26. I don't have any kids. I'm not married. But I think we're also at a day and age where, I mean, generationally, you saw parents that, that parented very similar, had similar mindsets. But today, you know, parents different. I mean, parents, I can't get the words right. Parents parent very differently, you know, like how you may raise Olivia Slater may be different than how Obi you raise your kids. Oh, but ultimately, sure, sure. it's all about respecting one another and knowing as a mom and a dad, you're doing the best job that you possibly can for your kid. Yeah. And good luck. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, man. It is so I, much tougher than like, excuse me, like I never could have imagined that it would be this tough for on a day-to-day basis and questioning whatever you do, whether it's reprimanding your kid yeah. or, you know, uh, making sure that your kid's not spoiled, you yeah. know, and, and that they're, uh, you know, I, I said that recently, I, I'm like, hey, don't be a spoiled brat. Nobody wants, you know, don't, don't be spoiled, but parents want to spoil their kids. So it's like, it's like a big thing, right? And uh, positive reinforcement. But I think social media has made it better in some ways, and it makes it really tough mm-hmm. to yeah. to know what is right and wrong because we'll never know, you know? Well, like before Melissa left, like, I, you know, one of the last breaks that I did on the air with her, like I gave her, you know, a gift. And so one of them was a cup, but the other one was this box of prayer cards. And like on the air, I kind of broke down and I was like, listen, parenting is hard. Like, there's no book, there's no person who's going to give you the perfect advice as to how to raise your kid. There's going to be times where you're going to look up into the heavens and you're going to be like, what the F is going on? Mm. Like, this is hard. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, I I think anybody out there who says that parenting is easy, uh, I don't know. I don't know what what your style is. I don't know what your approach is. I don't know what your upbringing was like, that you're the type of parent that can orchestrate this type of living for your kids. But, um, But for the majority, parenting is hard. Yeah, it's worth it. How about that? Parenting's worth it. Oh yeah, sure. But it's hard. Sure. Yeah. Well, since we're on the topic of of parenting being hard, Obi, you've had your you know your hard days the last few days with uh, your son Oliver and like sleeping and yeah. and getting into a routine and, and bedtime. Yeah, and he's the type that if he wakes up in the middle of the night, so say it's like two o'clock in the morning. So a, I've only got another hour to sleep, so I'm already a little upset that I that he kind of interrupted that. But if he wakes up and my wife goes to rock him back to sleep, he'll never go back to sleep. He knows her. He knows that that's the easiest way to get into the the, the master bedroom's bed, mm-hmm. our bed, the big bed. He calls it the big bed. Um, so traditionally, it's me who has to rock him back to sleep. And if he wakes up three different times a night, then uh, you can only imagine. I come into the morning show and, and the first thought in my head is how fast can I finish this show so I can get back home and get back into bed mm. and finish what the big I bed. got. The big bed. The yeah. big bed. How yeah. old is Oliver? Two. Okay. And is he waking up at a specific time, like every night, or is it very no, it's just, based it's on just, the week? Yeah, it's just middle of the night, 1230, you know, whatever time. Uh, it's it's inconvenient. How about that? Whatever time it is, it's always inconvenient. 
Uh, and I was telling Chloe that last night, like I threw this temper tantrum and uh, and I punched the couch. And of course, out of our big fluffy uh, couch, the one part that I punched was the part with the frame. Oh, and, <laughs> and so and that was immediately like after I had an argument with God where I was like, I was like, you know, you've got the power to make this kid fall asleep throughout the entire <laughs> night. What are you doing up there? And I punched the couch and well, so anyway, so yeah, is, so, is it real bad? Is it black and blue? I mean, it's got a little bit. It was a little bloody. Oh little bloody no! Yesterday. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's hurting. He's trying to act like it's not hurting that bad, well, but it's hurting. Was it? Was it dark? It was the middle of the night. Yeah. Or it was. It, oh, yeah, so it's not it's like me. you could see. You're like, oh, there's no, soft I parts did. here. Here's a hard part. No, and I like, felt like Mike Tyson. I was like, oh yeah. Ninety one. Yeah. Good Trying off. to go to bed after all that, too, you know? I don't know if it was early when you were up getting ready to leave for work or if you were going back to bed after, you know, trying to get Oliver back into his yeah. bed. Yeah. Well, d- and then- does he ever just sneak in? Does he ever sneak no, in and in- you don't even know? No, he's in the crib. He's still in the crib. Oh, okay. So, so, and here's what's worse is now he's tall enough that he that he can lean over. Mm. So now there's always this fear. Is he going to lean himself over to the point that he flips himself out of the crib? Right. And, and it's on tile, so... So anyway, so those are the things going on that, in Diaz household. That's a tough thing. Like Olivia will will wake up in the middle of the night, and then I'll wake up, and she'll be like in bed, and I'm like, oh my god! Like so, then I have to wrestle with, and usually ninety percent of the time, I'll pick her up, put her back in her bed, and then she'll usually be good. But other times, I'm like, I just don't want to get up, so I just I like roll over and go back to bed. I'm like, at least she's asleep. Yeah, it's it's good. Right. So, but that's just as bad because you're like, what do you do? You have to like every single night wake yourself up and then hopefully you fall back to sleep. Well, and somebody told me, somebody told me to relax, right? That's always easier said than done. But they said, dude, there's going to be a point where they're going to want nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to wish they would crawl in bed with you. Right. And uh, so I have to remember those moments as my other kids, you know, 9, 11, 13. Those kids don't want anything to do with being in our bed or or Zach doesn't crawl in at 13. He's not like. (laughs) With his mustache. (laughs) Come here, boy. Let's spoon. Is he shaving yet? (laughs) No, no, he's not shaving. Well, didn't you say like you started growing hair probably at 13, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Does he have any any facial hair? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's growing growing a little mustache. I I let the poke fun at it every single time I see it. And. Don't do that. Then he might wax it and then permanently not be able to grow hair on his face. It was, so, I don't think it works like that. I like, think, I can think. I tell you, this is like a really sad slash super funny story, is a good friend of mine, he, he, he started growing hair at nine, and his mom didn't want him to grow a beard, so had it lasered off. What? So there's areas of his face that he can't grow hair because at the age of nine, oh, man. his mom had it up. lasered off. Wow. But now that he's, what, almost 40, he's 39, he grows in patches and it looks horrendous. And just to get even with his mom, he'll start like growing it out in October before Thanksgiving. Mm. So that way it's all patchy and she has to like look at the patches on his face. Me, yeah, like look what you kind of a monster I am. But it's so sad. Like he would always be like, I wish I could have a beard like that. And I'm like, no, no, don't like, I would feel bad. He would get beard envy of any way they could grow <laughs> hair on their faces. So don't do it. Don't. Well, uh, I'm sure Zach's at the point. 
uh, last thing here, but where he's like, you know, his buddies are hanging out. Maybe one buddy has got the facial hair, the other yeah. one doesn't. One of them never grows the facial hair. So it's it'll be interesting to see as he gets a little bit older, the conversations, you know, you overhear. Yeah, I, I haven't even asked him if he's got like pube hairs yet or, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the, hey, just as a dad, like there are certain things. That's my how it goes. Yeah, my son's 13 and there's certain things that I just, I just want to be aware of, not because I'm that interested, right. but because I'm a dad and I want to know he's growing into his manhood. And but if course. he's growing hair on his face, it's, it's gotta, gotta be. Gotta, gotta be. be. Does he have armpit hairs? Yeah, he's got, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure then. All right, it would okay, be a little stop, freakish. About his <laughs> uh, okay, I, I did. <laughs> hey, you brought oh, up. He's growing up. up, though. He's um, growing up. I did want to wrap this podcast up, though, because I do want to be respectful of people's time. Uh, but as you listen to this podcast, we're getting ready for a packed week next week. Can you guys talk about what your Thursday, Friday, and what Saturday looks like with Blake Shelton? Okay, I'm glad. Yeah, I, I if you didn't say Blake Shelton, I'm like I don't even know what tomorrow <laughs> looks like. So uh, there's a couple incredible artists. And if you listen to us on K923, you probably hear it sounds like a commercial. It's like oh, Spring Blake, like a bunch of fun things. So Corey Kent, who was on I think uh, 2017, so now like five years ago, he was on The Voice. You might not know the name. Because he was Corey Smith back then. Now he goes by his first and middle name. People oh, are confused. They're like, I love Corey dude. Smith. Yeah, he, exactly. So Corey Kent, who has the song Wild Is Heard, that it's awesome. He's going to be performing at Old Red Orlando at Icon, uh, Icon Park. So International Drive here in Orlando at Old Red, Blake's Place. And that's a free show. So you can come out and nice. you have an opportunity to win tickets to Blake Shelton and a VIP experience yes. on the bus with Jackson Dean, who also has like a massive song who's going to be playing with Blake. So that's Thursday, March 2nd, if you're listening to this. Okay, and then Chloe? And then Friday, I'm doing the exact same thing that Slater's doing, but mine is with Bryce Leatherwood, and Bryce Leatherwood was also a part of The Voice, a part of Team Blake. So we're doing the same thing. We have all kinds of fun, just VIP experiences for you. I know if you do end up hopping on the bus with Jackson Dean and you win, you're also getting shuttled from Old Red, to the Amway Center to see Blake, and you're getting a fun acoustic concert, very like intimate VIP experience with Carly Pierce. Yeah, and I'm also going to be broadcasting on that bus headed to the Amway so that fun. Blake's Damn. playing to see you, Ovi, because you're going to yeah. be outside there. Right, yeah. so That's Saturday. Yeah. And so then Saturday I'll take over the, the show. show. I'll take over the live broadcast there from outside the Amway. Saying what's up to everybody who's coming to the Blake show. So again, so so here, let's let's talk about that again. So so Thursday, Friday, you go out and you meet Slater and Chloe. That gives you an opportunity to be on the bus. You just heard Chloe talk about how the shuttle is gonna shuttle you to the Blake show. So imagine being able to have drinks and beverages and not have to worry about, oh man, I gotta drive and be safe. We will take care of the driving. And on top of that, you also get a concert within the bus. From uh, from Bailey Zimmerman, Wait, Jackson Dean, Jackson, Jackson Dean, Jackson Dean. Jackson there's, Dean. There's, Don't come looking. <laughs> there's so many. Yeah, who knows going to be there? Who knows? Plus well, Jackson, Carly Pierce. Plus Carly Pierce in that show. Okay, <laughs> you want to start looking up Jackson Dean now? He's got a song on the Yellowstone soundtrack. Yeah, just going to be great. Okay, look so, up Bailey Zimmerman too, so you know who I was talking about. And he and just because I blurted out his name, he may be part of another concert that we do in the future. Now I that th- I, put it I out think there. he is. He is right. We could talk about that. You okay. want to t- tell him Country Thunder. So he's going to be here in October, and who knows? Maybe we'll find a bus, and Jackson Dean will be playing with <laughs> <on> that one. <laughs> we no idea. It's like a metaverse. <laughs> we love oh you, Jackson God. Dean. We love you, Bailey Zimmerman, Blake Shelton, Carly Pierce. We love y'all. All right.
Okay. Anybody? Anybody else? Anything else? Anybody want to uh, say any closing remarks? Yeah. Bye. Happy Mardi Gras. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Fat Tuesday yeah. today. All right. Y'all be blessed, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah. That's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.